sidekick Damo inside the locker room. So the purpose of this show is for us to uh, provide a platform for athletes really of all ages, but specifically we're looking at amateurs um, in that middle school, prep school, high school range. Uh, we want to give you know young athletes a chance to provide them with you know a platform to essentially market themselves, promote themselves so that uh, hopefully good things will come out of it. You know, Absolutely. hopefully they'll, they'll get more eyeballs on them. And if the offers aren't flowing in, then, you know, that's the purpose of this is we, 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 we want to, um, help these young kids make something of themselves and do whatever they want to do. We uh, just want to be a part of it. For me, it, uh, it, it's, it's a route that was not there when I was in high school. It's an avenue that I didn't have moving around, not being able to have a coach stand for me, speak for me. And I've, Parents worked, so pushing me to colleges wasn't really something that, that they did. You know, and I didn't have any film sharing site. I didn't have anything to put my film, put my scores, my, my GPAs up to, to give to a school. So this to me is something that, that gives athletes now another way other than just the tried and true, let me have my coach call another school and come out. No, when I was in high school, it was still, uh, like snail mail letters yeah. and stuff. You know? Yeah, it was yeah. Literally he was like, send me your film via I, the mail, yeah, and I, I will a, send you back a letter to let you know whether I like it or not. I have there was a like letter. no technology involved whatsoever. <laughs> it's a letter from Elmhurst College. I have a letter from that. Actually, funny story about that, but a letter from Elmhurst College, actually with postcard and everything, with some of my information on it. Funny story is I went there with my mom one day, and uh, they had a game going on, and halfway through the meet. They pulled me aside and they said, hey, Mr. Davis, can you and your mom kind of hang out? So the rest of the, the, I guess, recruits are going on through the locker room and they pull me aside and they go, um, what's your GPA? <laughs> I go, um, it's good. It's, it's up there. And they're like, yeah, we just got some transcripts. Um, this is a great meet though. You have a good time. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Sit me on my way. Oh God. Sub threes. Yeah. It's it's sub threes. Wasn't, wasn't yeah, where it needed to be. Sub threes. It's over two though. Yeah. It's over two. That's what matters. All right. Well, uh, let's introduce our guests. Um, we got, uh, Mr. Rich Ilaraza and Mr. Rich Ilaraza in the house. <laughs> the richest <laughs> father, Thanks. son. Yes, man. Thanks for having us, man. We, uh, Rich, it has been a long ass time since we've seen each other it before has. today. It has, man. We it go has. back a long ways. So. We do, man. Yeah. We do. So we actually shared a wrestling coach. You were a couple years ahead of me. Um, and we went to two different schools. Yes. But, Coach June coached you and coached me. Yes. Countryside Coach versus June. Palm Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old Coach June, man. Yeah, uh, you knew he passed away, right? I did. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, they do that benefit game yes. for Um So so yeah, so um you know, we wanted to bring you guys on. Uh you guys have a very fascinating story. Um so I, I wanted to, you know, help you guys tell it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Rich Jr., you uh, uh, you played for Calvary Christian High School, correct? Yes. So, what what went into the thought process for you guys? How did you guys land on Calvary Christian? Um, you guys originally uh, enrolled in CCC, correct? Yes. All right. So, why the change? Because CCC back in the day used to be a powerhouse, right, and you know they they uh um they they have a good program. Yeah. And um, uh, one of the things that I, uh, I I wanted to make sure us coming out of of, of middle school is that I didn't want him to go to a public school. So um, I said, listen, man, it's it's either between these two schools that we have here, either Calvary or or, um, or CCC. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, 
Coach uh, Kroom, who's his coach now at Calvary, you know, yeah. I, um, reached out to him, and you know, um, and uh, he, you know, he he gave me some some good pointers, and uh, um, we went over to CCC, and um, you know, we were there for a year, yeah, um, and then uh, Coach Kroom um, got the job at at, at Calvary, yeah, and. Uh, we were going to play for him at, at one point. He was probably the one of the reasons we were going to go to him at Palm Harbor when he was at Palm Harbor. Okay. Um, and uh, he ended up going to Alonzo. So for his freshman year, we were at CCC, and uh, he, you know, he started on varsity, and nice. uh, it was um, it, it was a good experience for him. But um, at the end, when we thought about it, um, we knew that uh, Calvary is where we wanted to be. Yes. Yeah. That was one of the schools that we were we were looking at, and. Uh, you know, one thing about uh, Coach Kroon, man, he's a he's a culture changer, man. And, yeah. Uh, um, so I, I I couldn't be more happy to 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 be. With I've him heard a lot of good things about him. Yes. So from yeah. several people, and then you and I spoke about him yeah. offline. So. Yes. Um. So little Rich, uh, you started at CCC as a freshman. That's a pretty big deal because. I remember when we played CCC, they were always one of the biggest teams. They had the biggest bodies, yeah. bunch of big dudes. So was that like intimidating at all for you? I mean, <clears throat> um, no, to be honest, no, because I think coming out of Little League, I had the, um, I don't know, I had the like the push to be on varsity. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be on JV. I, I worked too hard not to, and so. Practicing with them every day and yeah. getting to know the plays and just going through the rhythm. It coming to the game, it wasn't anything new. Yeah. yeah, that's a great mindset, man. Coming into it thinking I'm gonna be on um, varsity. Yeah. Yeah. There's no thought yeah. of yeah. JV freshman team. Yeah. There's no th- I am on varsity. Yeah. I'm practicing these plays, and that's it. You know, and that's that's yeah. the way to go into it, man. Yeah, it's, it, it was a uh, first game, man. Uh, you know, I, I already knew he's on varsity, <clears throat> but. <clears throat> when the game started, I see him running out for the offense. Yeah. First series, and I'm like, he's starting. Nah. <laughs> he's starting. <laughs> you know, so it, it was great to see that. He's just always had that mindset. Um, he's like, I'm not playing JV. There's no way. Yeah. You know, so, uh, it was, it was great to see, you know, but, um, you, what was summer camp like? Going and coming out of middle school, going into high school, you're doing two a days. I'm guessing you've got summer camp working in plays, just learning the offense. How was that for you? Um, they helped me a lot. Um, because obviously I had to learn the playbook. Mm-hmm. It was hard at first, but um, I I've I've worked already before that with my trainers and stuff. So going into the summer camp at the school, it wasn't it was nothing. Hard, no. It was just extra work, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It felt I felt more comfortable because it wasn't like anything new. Yeah. Uh, so, Rich, let's uh, backtrack for a minute. Let's talk about um, your high school career because you were a pretty big time wrestler at yeah. Countryside. Yeah, you know it's uh you know you know piggyback off uh, of of demo there. Um, you know, my grades were were uh, a big part of yeah. why I wasn't able to. To, to get to that next level. Right. You know? Um, I think that's all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. I, I, you know, I stress to him, man, and um, I'm huge. constantly on him that uh, it's it's so important. You yeah. have to have some type of structure. Yeah. I didn't have that. I didn't have yeah. that structure. You know, my 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 biological dad, he, 
he dropped out of high school. My yeah. mom dropped out her junior year, mm-hmm. you know, and my stepdad dropped out his freshman year. Mm-hmm. So there was no structure at all mm-hmm. of, of of getting to that next level. No. And and wrestling, wrestling. I picked up wrestling my sophomore year. That wasn't even my. That was never a thought process. It was baseball and basketball, you know, and I played Same. some football in high school. But um, I just picked it up my sophomore year, man. And um, there was one thing about it. I, I just I just love to compete that one on one. And um, you know, my, my junior year I went to states, I placed fourth and then my senior year I won states. You know, so mm-hmm. um Did you get offers at, from that? At one of the top wrestling programs in the entire state of Florida yes. countryside. Yes. Yeah. You have so so let's out. not downplay <laughs> that. You won states <laughs> representing one of the top wrestling high school programs in the state. Yes. And and I'll tell you how I knew how 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 good we were um back in the days you know you would have to leave classroom to go see your coach you know mm-hmm. and i'm in the locker room and i'm sitting down because you know we have no technology mm-hmm. so i'm reading a magazine and um i'm hearing them on the phone going listen we'll we'll, we'll come to you we'll, we'll change the schedule i'll change the schedule mm-hmm. we'll come to you guys just one-on-one none of the tournament just one-on-one I'm like man who is he talking to mm-hmm. And come to find out, he was talking to um, Bernie uh, Cozart over the coach from Brandon. <laughs> no kidding. And he, he he would not want to wrestle our program one on one. Wow. You know, so that's how good I knew yeah. that mm-hmm. we were. And, yeah, because um, Brandon was also one of the top wrestling programs in the top state. Notch. Yes, yeah. top notch, and yeah. they always are. Yeah. Um, but I just knew that I was like, man, we have something special. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but he was trying. He was basically trying to get you guys hot shotted yeah. to college. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, but I had I had Appalachian State um, and um, some uh, D two schools looking at me mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. But I had a two point three. Right. I didn't take my SATs. Right. I didn't take my ACTs. Right. So I just want to say, man, I just listening to that and then seeing you on this side of it with. Rich, yeah, and see how that's working and how you're pushing him. Yeah. That's that's huge. Uh, that's very you learn. You learn from your mistakes, mm-hmm. and and I think like I, I'm the only non-parent in this room, right? Uh, uh, I mean, you're not a parent, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, of the adults, I'm the only non-parent in the room. But uh, I can still speak to um, having lived basically same exact story. You know, like not getting the grades that I should have gotten. And my thing was, I could show up. After being gone for 13 days straight, because I just did whatever the hell I wanted to do, and sit down, take a test that I had no prep for, and get an A, and it pissed my teachers off because they knew like I I was obviously extremely intelligent, yeah. but um, I would like throw homework in the trash on I my way guys out like the you, door. By the way. Yeah, yeah I, 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 like I know, and it was a, it was a big problem, but that was my issue was I just. I wasn't challenged. Like I hated the the fact of oh I got to work and stuff. But that also is a microcosm of my issues in high school sports because I was always that underachiever who was born with athleticism. Yeah. I could have had any you know uh, ride anywhere I wanted if I just applied myself. And it pissed Coach June off because then June became the head of varsity football coach, and I wrestled for him. So when I come into football, he you know tried to set me straight, and he's like, "Look, you're gonna have to." To work your ass off to you know get where you want to go um i didn't <laughs> you know um and because of that i felt like i wasn't being treated fairly 
but I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was 100% hey, wrong. Everybody in that position yeah. feels the exact same yeah. way. I guess is what's, Looking, what's going on. I, I used to think like, why aren't I playing? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm the best, right. <laughs> you know, but the fact is, is that there were other guys who were working harder than me. And while I may have been more talented than them, they were putting in the work, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Uh, so, so same exact situation. Like I didn't get the grades. So I joined the air force out of high school because I wanted, I knew that I needed that structure. I needed somebody to set me straight kind of similar to you. Um, I was the first person in my immediate family to graduate high school and I barely graduated wow. because I had to take all my exams. You remember back in the day when you could, uh, you could elect out of your, your finals if yes. you, you know, if you, if you showed up, up, all you had to do was show up for X amount of days yeah. and, uh, you could, uh, you know, you could, uh, elect out of your finals. I had to take them all. And then if you don't get a C or better, you fail, yep. right? Yep. Um, and I aced all my finals with my eyes closed. <laughs> and, and again, my teachers are just like, what is wrong with you? Like, you could have gone to Harvard, you know? Like, um, but I joined the Air Force because I needed that, you know, that structure and stuff. And then I came out as a 22 year old, you know, jacked up, yoked up, pissed off dude. <laughs> Got into semi pro, and because of semi pro, under the old rules, I got a, a college offer, you know, in Maine, and and um, I was able to get an education after the fact. But it's such a a road less traveled. It's not mm-hmm. something that you want to do, yeah. and it rarely works out for anybody. But for me, it was that um, you know playing college ball after everything that I'd been through might as well have been the NFL for me because that was like the pinnacle. I was like, I can die now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. Because I scratched and clawed to get here and what an idiot because if I just worked a little bit harder yeah. in high school, <laughs> I would have never had to do this shit in the first place, you know? No, it's 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 so true, man. Uh you know, I just found out the other day I, you know, we had tapes, VHS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh I ne- my parents never recorded any of my matches, right? Mm-hmm. So I never ever saw myself wrestle. And uh before my mom passed, uh um the guy I once stayed with, um I, I still stay in contact with him. His parents uh recorded his state final match and they recorded mine. Wow. And uh they gave me it, you know? Wow. And uh that was the first time I ever saw myself wrestle. Wow. Ever. And um And this is how many years later you saw it? Uh, two years ago, so twenty, yeah, Jesus, twenty years. Wow, yeah, that's you know, amazing. Twenty yeah. years, it's like later, watching him wrestle there, or watching him yeah, on TV. Yeah, yeah, you know, and my and then you know my kids saw and they were like, "Were you on steroids?" And I'm like, what? No, you know? and you're built like a wrestler, man. Yeah, like people don't understand, like when you're a wrestler, especially you're you're made for it because of your body, like yeah. you're you you're short, you're stout, you know, yeah. like you're just made for it. But I, when I first met you. You were jacked up, you know? <laughs> You're just this little yoked up dude walking around. You look like Manoram. You remember Manoram <laughs> yeah, from He-Man? Yeah, yeah. Just like all muscle, but he's only about that yeah. big, you know? Like, uh, but yeah, man, so it, it was, um, it was, um, it's one of those things where you look back and he says, hey man, um, my buddy that one stays with, he goes, do you know that guy you wrestled at states that you beat? You know, he ended up going to Appalachian State University really? and breaking all sorts of records. And I was like, man, imagine if I mm-hmm. would have taken mm-hmm. that next mm-hmm. level um, right. and, and put my all into it, what I would have done, you know? And uh, 
and and I saw that in him, man. As soon as he was born, bro, I just knew that this kid, he had something special about him, mm. you know. And uh, um, so no pressure on you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's um, it's it's great to see. I, I never wanted him to do something that I did. I want you to do something that you want to do it. When you do it, you better love it. Mm, absolutely, you know. So Don't, he picked football on his own. He did. You know, I didn't. I. I he wanted to play flag football, and you know he just wanted to play sports. Mm. And uh, uh, <laughs> funny story, I think he's six at the time, and you have to be seven to play flag football. Mm-hmm. And I'm going out of state, and uh, I call the, the the organizer of the uh, of the flag football, and I go, "Look, man, I know he's seven. I go, but just let him go out there and try." He goes, "Yeah, but he has to be." He has to be, you know, he has to be seven. I know yeah. he's like, but he's six. I go, just let him go out there and, and mm, let him try. See, yeah, let him try. I'll see what. So uh, I get a call the next day, and they were like, "Man, I know he's seven, man, but you ain't tell me he was like good like this." Go, yeah, yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, he was picked up first. I'm like, so you're gonna let him play? They're like, oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? He's gonna be the youngest kid out there, but so. Um, he's just, he's, he's just always, um, he's always had that ability. Um, and then now as he's getting older, he knows that he has to be able to put that mechanics with the talent, mm-hmm. you know, cause talent alone is not going to mm-hmm. just get you there. Absolutely, you know? man. So, it's- um. Uh, you know, we all know firsthand yeah. that talent alone does not get you there. It's, it's that next level. And in order to achieve that next level, you have to put in the work, yes. you know. Um, and it's cliche, man, but it's doing, it's, it's true. You do, you have to do things when the competition isn't doing it. When your yeah. competition's sleeping, you yeah. gotta be in the gym. Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta be running those routes. Right. You gotta be on the cones. It's just, right. it is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, let's get back to the star of the show here, uh, Rich <laughs> Jr. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, you had a monster sophomore season, if I'm, uh, remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, so can you tell everybody? How many receptions, yards, touchdowns you had in sophomore season? Sophomore season, I had 912 receiving yards oh. and 63 catches. And I think like 9, 10 touchdowns. I, th- I believe it was 10 touchdowns. Yeah. So to put that in perspective, when I was in uh, high school playing football, I think like our best receiver, uh, well, we did actually have a 1,000-yard receiver uh, with a bunch of touchdowns. But by the time I was a senior, our best receiver had like 400 yards receiving. Yeah. Our quarterback was junk. <laughs> you know, uh, we uh, our, our quarterback killed yeah. everybody in yeah. high school. Yeah. So. Yeah. No so, one came close to that. So so it obviously helps having a pretty decent quarterback. You guys have a good quarterback. <laughs> yes, so, um, so then fast forward, this is your junior year. You just finished your junior season. Um, and you put up very similar numbers. Yes. Uh, Double digits and touchdowns? 1,200 yards receiving, something like that? Uh, no, I had – actually, I didn't break 1,000 again this year. Okay. But I had 960, 970-something yards receiving yep. and 60 balls catched. And eleven touchdowns. You know what that tells you, right? You got to keep working on them legs. You, oh, you yeah. keep getting tackled. You got to get those extra forty yards, man. You know, so, it's 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 amazing because um, the year that he had his sophomore year, when he had nine hundred twelve yards, he missed a game and a half. Yeah. Uh, he missed a game and a half because he got injured. In, yeah. And um, first quarter of a of, of a game, and tried coming out in the second quarter, and um, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. At, 
bad turf toe. Well, this high, was the turf toe? Okay. And yeah. a high ankle sprain. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, if he plays those games, he gets yeah. that's a good chance. But now, this year, they knew who he was. Yeah. And there was a lot of double teaming. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. a lot of guys Love shadowing, that. you know. And mm-hmm. So I would love to have him on the show, but I want to talk about uh, Sheldon Corals Jr. for a second because I watched the film that you sent me, yeah. and I know uh, he played receiver a lot with you. Yes. One thing that stood out to me was how wide open he was a lot of the time he was catching balls. Now, uh, he, only had, one reason. <laughs> he had tremendous he had tremendous yards after catchability and stuff like that. that was the first thing that stood out to me about him. But man, that dude was wide open, which tells you. Who they were taking out of the game when he was catching yes. those footballs? It's like the defense was like putting a bracket coverage on my man, yes. and then just leaving you know Carl's Jr. wide open for yes. those big touchdowns and stuff. I'm not taking anything away from the kid because, like I said, one of the things that stood out to me about him was his yak and rack ability, was his ability to break tackles and run after the catch and stuff like that. He had phenomenal speed. He did, but and he's doing that still. Playing defense as yeah, well, right? You know, right. on that field. That was so. what we were talking about too. Was Damo played both ways, and the first thing that stood out to him was um, you could tell he plays both ways yeah. by watching the way he plays offensive football. It's like some of uh, the route running yes. isn't there. You can, but it's but when you're playing both ways, you get tired of cutting all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, you round yeah. out your routes. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know how to get open, yeah. so you kind of cheated a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but without a doubt, man, I'm glad you brought that up because it really stands out that def- defenses try to take you out of the game. <laughs> I've literally had playing Cardinal Mooney. I've had a linebacker right in front of me, like where a corner should be pressing, and the corner literally right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> some kids on my team are like, they're double teaming him because they never seen that before. They had a bigger guy to yeah, press you. So, so, so one of the things, like the Aldon Smith thing where they used to uh, put him on Megatron uh, just to jam him off the line. Yeah. Um, one of the things that stood out to me too was uh, at watching your film. You don't get many uncontested catches. <laughs> like, like that's another thing is um, you know whatever the scouts are saying about you. One thing that they can't take away from you is that you uh, you earn every we'll catch get you it. get. You know you go get that ball. Um, all the touchdowns that I saw. You were either breaking tackles to get in, or you were diving to catch that ball in the end zone. You know, you're you're separating at the last moment, which is a great quality, by the way, as a yeah. receiver. Like you want that last minute separation to right. get that ball, so that they don't get it or they don't have a chance yeah. for it. Um, but that was one of the big things that stood out to me was your separation late. And how hard you have to work to catch balls because, like you said, at this point, everybody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And when they, they defend him, they're either cheating or they're, they're double team and triple teaming him even, you know? So. Yeah. So as a receiver, I gotta know, what's your favorite route? Because <laughs> every receiver lights up when it's you ask that question. Be, <laughs> I'm gonna, it's either gonna be a one or a nine, I'm guessing. I have, I have three that I can't. Yeah, three favorites. I have the comeback. Okay, really? Okay, yeah. really? <laughs> that, that, that takes me, throws me off a little bit. But okay, it's like if I do a fly, I'm usually be- I'll get behind mm-hmm. the guy. So once you just break down, yeah, you set him up real quick. And then the slant, I like the slants. One, taking, yeah. taking in, just going to the house. Yeah, and then the post. 
Thank you. Oh, I was going to say, he doesn't get the post in there, man. Awesome. <laughs> That is my that, that is it right there. My favorite route. Favorite route. There's nothing better than than setting you up with the sidestep that I'm going to a corner, turning back, and then being able to pull it over or just run underneath it. The comeback was definitely a surprise though, because you don't hear that from a lot of receivers, and it is a hard route to run. It is. Most receivers screw it up, especially your age. You get injured on that route a lot. So Blow you know, man, I, he he's a uh, you know if, if he's in his room, and I go in his room, if, if he's not doing his homework, he's watching. Someone running routes, yeah. Whether That's it's good. you know Calvin Ridley, yeah. Jerry Judy, you know uh, Ocho Cinco. He's I was just going to say Chad Johnson. Right? Yeah, he's one watching the best route runners yes. in the game. He's yeah. watching yeah. the best guys. He's watching one on ones from these kids doing on these these camps from these yeah. seven on seven rivals. He's constantly watching and studying, you know what he could do. And then he goes out there and he does it. And he doesn't do it at practice. He literally goes out and he'll be like that. I'm going to go to the fields. And I'm like, I'll give you a good 20 balls after, but after that, you're going to have to do some cutbacks. <laughs> so what you're saying is he wears your ass he out. Does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Those post turns into drag routes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We to the point I'm like, all right, now you got to do some punting because I'm kicking the ball now, now, let me ask you a question, though. When you get to that 20th ball and your shoulder's dying, do you ever just get that single tier? That's here. Yeah. That's here. Because that you think to yourself, like, that's my son. You know? Like, like, no, I think it to myself, I'm not going to be able to work tomorrow. It's <laughs> <laughs> killing me, man. <laughs> there's uh, any quarterbacks that want to, you know, continue to do work, man, please. Call me, yeah. IG me. Yeah. Something. Yeah. We, we are soliciting for a quarterback yeah. right now for this young man, so he can continue to get working. Yeah, no, but he, uh, he, he, um, the, the guy, the new kid that's coming in this year, uh, this kid's gonna be phenomenal, man. And uh, quarterback, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, uh, he, he works with, with him. A lot. We actually live down the street from each other. So. That's good. always important. Good. So mm-hmm. as soon as you found out this dude was coming in, you started making good with him, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he, Harold Cook was my last year quarterback, uh-huh. and Brandon Marcisson, which is going to be the quarterback this upcoming year. He was always behind Harold, so mm-hmm. I've always kind of worked with him, but yeah. not too much. Yeah, and so yeah, just knowing that he was, I had to get chemistry with him. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Seven on seven is coming around, so I'm trying to do seven on seven with him as well because that's just. If you can get it in seven on seven, once you go live, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's a breeze. He's always going to know where you're at. He has your timing down. He That's knows where. You're, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. So coming into your senior year, what's the goals? Obviously, a thousand yards. But beyond that, what else you got? Well, to be honest, as like as I'm coming up the senior year, I recognize like the stats. It doesn't really matter. Oh, oh! This kid here. Listen to this young man. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this young man. Yeah, it was like my sophomore year when I had those numbers. It was it was great. Yeah, but like because I'm looking at all these you know other kids getting these offers and stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll go back and look at the receptions or something, and it's nowhere near what I had. Mm-hmm. So if it comes down to that, and these coaches of if that that's how they pick their kids, then it doesn't come. It yeah, receptions and yards doesn't matter. So. State championship, that's what I want. Um, we already made history in Calgary, eight and two. Um, first time in in school history, yeah. they they made it. You know, they had a uh, eight and two season. That's good. Really? Yeah. So, uh, um, but yeah, with that, you know, like I said, um, the, the you know the the principal and and the administration and the, uh, 
an AD and, and the head football coach are, you know, trying to uh, to change that, mm. you know, and, and they are. And, um, you know, um, so... Uh, it's still a fresh it's, program, man. And I mean, it's only, I think, yeah. 13, 15, 14 years old only. That uh, old already? Yeah. But, but really? If you, but if you think about it, if you put these other programs, that's, right, that's, real that's like, you know, Countryside opened in 1979. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I right. wasn't even born, yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah. you got these schools that have these programs that are 50, 45 years. Right. Yeah, we're right. in the age now where you can pick the school you want to go to. Yeah. So, yes. And if it's exactly. a new program, I know the school's been around. This is a powerhouse. Yes. It's like Eastlake is like a, a perennial powerhouse yes. now. And yes. it took them 30 years to, to get there, mm-hmm. you know, because they opened in the late 80s. Palm Harbor just started having playoff seasons a few years yeah. back, yeah. and they've been open since 96 or 98. Yeah. Like, so it, it does. It takes time. But I just remember driving down McMullen Booth. I'd been gone for like 10 years, you know, like yeah. we lost touch for a while and stuff. I come back, and I'm driving down McMullen Booth, and I see this Calvary Christian to the right, and I see that turf field out there, <laughs> and I I was like, oh no. my god, where did this place come from? Yeah, you know, exactly. like, uh-huh. I've never it's, seen anything it, like this. And I, I used to live right down the street from it. Uh-huh. And in a million years, I would have never, ever thought that my son could be going to yeah. a place like that. Yeah, it looks like a. It looks college. like a college. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, yeah. From the room, room, I didn't realize like that was a high school. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, when you see that yeah, turf exactly field going yeah. Clearwater, yeah. Yeah. that's Calvary Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are they uh, are they affiliated at all with the old Calvary Baptist in Clearwater? They, yes, they used okay. to. Yes, right. and, you know, but they um, moved out of there because of Scientology. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, say. Um, Let's change the subject real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that you know, the church, the church uh, came there first, yeah. and then they were like, man. We, we, Let's do a school. We see what CCC's doing. Let's get in on this. Let's get in on this bracket. You know, so it's uh, but you know, with 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 everything, man. I just um, embarrassed myself on camera. <laughs> you caught it though. You're good. <laughs> I try to keep going. Man. Uh, but you know, with that being said, man, we're just um, we're we're so happy to be a part of uh, um. Calvary Christian man, and they yeah. they've been so great to him, the administration, um, and uh, um, they they've been great to my family man, and they 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 they're to that point yeah. that are like yeah, yeah. we want to win. Their baseball team is unbelievable, you know. Yeah. They're ranked sometimes one, two, three in the nation. Yeah. Wow, you know, yeah. and they just want a state title this year. Wow, you know, so um, it's all uh, coming back to the school, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, um, they're doing big things over there, man. Wow. They really are. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. They're about to uh, uh, redo the new turf. They're getting a new turf. Are you serious? And new track, right? So it's, but it's, 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 it's older. Yeah. yeah. You win state, or you're number one in baseball and football. <laughs> you put money back into the field. So uh, they, um, but they do. They, uh, they, they put a lot into, um, you know, the, the programs. Yeah. They put a lot into the kids and, um, Academically, man, that school is just awesome. Awesome. So I like how you set uh, Rich Jr. up with a very selfish question, and he took a very unselfish way I, out. I, I and, do, I do. Um, so you're not concerned about your stats. You're concerned about how well your team does. Yes. It just Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
Screw that pop filter. Uh, so, so, so you're more concerned about the team coming into your senior year. Yes. Um, that speaks volumes to your character. But I, I already knew going into this what kind of character you have because I know that man real well. Um, and I also remember you when you were just a little guy. Walk, run around like little Richie from Family Matters yeah. <laughs> with that curly mullet <laughs> Jerry curl that yeah. so glow hair that so glow so 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 feeling awesome <laughs> smooth I did I used to give him he has a little bit of it now you know he lets it go down a little bit a yeah, yeah. little bit <laughs> it's just not as bad before it's, it was yeah. like wet and everything yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not wet follow the drip follow the drip <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about um, your offers. Uh, I, I I did some research on you, and I found that um, you had an offer from Mississippi State, or sorry, uh, Southern Missouri, Southern, Southern Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. I get that wrong. So Southern Miss, the yes. Brett Favre View, mm. Brett Favre College. Um, is that accurate? Yes, I got it my freshman year. Okay. Yes. So yeah, Jesus. I mean, dude, Alabama's got offers to eighth graders, man. <laughs> Alabama's planning their twenty thirty season with with eight graders right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so and they're three stars. <laughs> right? Three stars. Right? <laughs> so how is that even possible? Right? Right? Um, so so Southern Miss has an offer out there to you, and you've had that for a couple of years yeah. now, uh, but uh, not a whole lot of other bites. No, um, you know, sometimes I think it's a political thing, but also. I just think of, you know, God has a plan, you know, and yeah. whenever is my time, it's my time. So I'm not going to rush it. Also, last year, coming into my junior year, I missed my um, spring, all spring practice, spring game. So that's also a big uh, recruiting, um, you know, time yeah. uh, when the coaches come out on the field, watch you practice and stuff. After my sophomore season, well, I talked to you were to recovering from the turf toe, right? Yeah, you had and surgery and everything. Surgery, yes. Yeah. And I was out for three, three and a half months. So yes. Yeah. You know, that took a lot of time out. I mean, well, after my sophomore season, I talked to a lot of coaches like Pitt, Miami, yeah. uh, Cincinnati, Duke, yeah. you know, a lot of coaches. And I mean, they saw my film, but also Coach Reggie, Coach Croom, they told him that I was, I got hurt and I was mm-hmm. getting my surgery. So, mm-hmm. They just said that, you know, ball out your junior year and um, uh, take care of your foot. You mm. know, so, I, I told your dad, I think that um, some a lot of the, you're going to get a lot of offers here coming in Absolutely. pretty soon. I, I 100% believe it after everything I've seen on film and uh, like um, the film speaks when, for when people talk to you, you know, which you said you've had conversations, um, they're going to know who they're dealing with. Uh, and... I think a lot of schools, more than anything, you just said you missed your spring, and that's a that's a big thing for uh, recruiting. But um, I think uh, some of those schools that you've spoken to are, are probably slow rolling you because they want to see you know yeah. what happens, yeah. and um, you know as Rich and I have discussed, it's about size. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, they're looking for that great white unicorn. You know, right. they're looking for the thing that that. That is not right in front of their face. You're right in front of their face. They right. know they can have you. Yeah, yeah. They know they can have you. They're looking for that Megatron, no, you know, the six five, two hundred thirty pound receiver. Um, but what they don't understand is that you make up 
75% of the receivers in the NFL. You know, yeah, that's, that's why I asked about the routes, man. Honestly, because not having a six, three frame doesn't end your recruiting process. You know, you yeah. can run routes. If you can get in and out of breaks yeah. that, that trumps being able to jump over. What anyone. did I say to you over the phone? Uh, if you I said, this man knows how to run routes and that alone will get him recruited and get him to where he wants to go. Absolutely. Being a technician on exactly. that, on that field is important. And, um, it's, it's like I said. It's the it's the total package. You work hard. You've got a ton of natural ability, but then um, that route running is what's going to separate you from everybody else. Yeah. And stick to it's that. also mm-hmm. your ability to catch balls in traffic. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. Again, I've never seen you make an uncontested catch before. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to your dad about that one on film where you got blasted on a post over the middle by the safety. And as I was watching it, I'm thinking. As it was unfolding, why did they put this in here? I'm about to watch this kid get killed. <laughs> like, why did they put this in here? And then you bounced off of him, yeah. stiff-armed him, and ran for another five or six yards before three or four dudes converged on you. And I went, oh, oh! <laughs> because uh, I thought I watched you get, you know, decapitated on the field. That's and actually then, my coach favorite catch. Yeah. Said, yeah. I, but dude, it, it, it speaks so much to your character mm-hmm. because so many guys, knowing that they're going to get hit, Short arm it. Right, exactly. They'll either let the ball Uh, go or once they make the catch, they'll try to, they'll try to, uh, brace for impact and then probably fumble the ball because they're bracing, you know. Uh, you ran right through it, you know. You met, uh, violence with violence, you know, and, and coaches love that shit. You know, um, I guarantee you when guys see that and they see more of it from you this coming season and stuff, um, they're going to fall in love with you. I mean, you're, you're, you've got the right mindset. You're not going into it thinking to blow up stats. So that tells me you're not going to get injured. You're going to play smart. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to play smart. You're wanting to win the state. You're running routes the right way, man. It's, it's, it's a perfect storm for you. It's coming this year. And I think, like you said, with the size of coaches, they want to see that, you know. Mm-hmm. My dad always says, you know, that you don't have the eye, you know. So when they see you, they don't, you know, open their eyes. Right, exactly. So, like you said, my routes, my speed, my hands, that's what I use. But also, I had a guy text me, like, two, three weeks ago. Um, he was like, before um, I even watched your film, you know, obviously by your size, I didn't think of everything. But after watching your film, you're definitely a SEC, you know, player and stuff. And I was like, you know, yeah, 100%. a lot of people, you know, look at me and like, oh, yeah, you know, he's short. But I also told the guy, I was like, the guy still has to get in front of me on the field. You mm-hmm. know? He still yeah. has to see me. You know who he reminds me of, honestly? You remember uh, Josh Reed yeah. from LSU? Yeah. 100% that's who you remind me of. That's an old school throwback. You'll have to pull up film on him in order to understand what I'm talking about. But people forget that Josh Reed played for LSU because now LSU is, you know, turning out all these massive bodied receivers. Like ever since Dwayne Bowe, you know, it's been a a receiver factory, right? But Josh Reed was sub six feet. He ran incredible routes and his specialty was double moves like post corners and things like that, whip routes. Uh, he would get ridiculously open because of his route running ability, but then his size made him very, uh, Steve Smithish. Yes. That's another comparison. Very, uh, powerful, very, very stout, you know. Mm. Um, so 
you you remind me a lot of those guys, but I said Josh Reed specifically because Steve Smith's the easy way out. Yeah. I, I, when I watched his film, the first person that popped in my head was Josh Reed from from LSU because of the route running ability. And when he takes that first contact, he usually bounces off. Mm-hmm. And people forget Josh Reed played in the NFL for about ten years. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. He, he, he he may not have been the number one receiver in Buffalo and Washington and some of the places he played, but he played for a really long time. He did, mm-hmm. you know. He did. And so he, he could have had a, a a lot of Super Bowls too. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. I also think about you know AB though. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course he says AB. <laughs> you know, I don't, but I mean, you know, he's, the situation he's, now, but. Yeah, I was you know, gonna say, there's not much you wanna, you wanna aspire to be right with him. He yeah. runs, uh, we could say whatever about him, but the guy runs good routes. Absolutely. Runs like Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's, you know, you take the, the whole, whatever he's going through right now. But on the field. Yeah. On the field, that guy is. Yeah. Unmatched. I, I've. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. He, he and it's honestly, sad to see what yeah. he's going through. Honestly, right now. he runs routes just like Chad Johnson. Yeah, Chad Johnson. He he reminds me so much of Chad Johnson yes. uh, because of that. He's got the long gait, but he breaks everything off so crisply. You yes. know, uh, yes. that separation, that yeah. fast feet. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's the pitter patter. You yeah. you'd be able to do that and still yeah. go at full speed. Yeah, it's it's. He, when he runs full speed, he glides like a gazelle. Mm. But it's from there being able to break down real quick, hit those three steps, and then yeah. and then you know three break steps it. and yeah. one point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know one second, yeah. you know. But it, you know he's uh, you can see that he's more and more he's just getting uh, mature now. You know yeah. with with um, you know him telling he's like I don't I don't even care about the stats. I just I want to win a state championship. And even though my my state championship was solo, mm-hmm. but that feeling mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. Uh, there's there's nothing like it. That's something I'm always gonna remember for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Something know? that's always eluded me, man. Yeah. From high school to semi pro, no, no matter what level of sports, yeah. I've never won a championship. I haven't even got yeah. to the game. It's it, it's also a completely different feeling if you're able to win a, a championship on a team. You know, uh, there is nothing like that feeling. It's that you all came together for one common goal. It's literally no other sport is like this. Football is just like uh, the field of battle. It was it was designed as as a simulation, <laughs> yeah, as a simulation of war. You know, yeah. like the the dudes in the army who invented football were using it as a way to um, simulate you know wartime strategy and stuff. Uh, it feels just like that when you're out there with your brothers, you know, and you're in the trenches with them and stuff. You fall in love with those dudes. You know that they have your back. You've got their back. You're all going to be where, where you're supposed to be. And if you win a championship, it's like taking a, a hill, <laughs> you know, in World War Two. You know, you're standing there all bloodied, battered, and stuff, and you're just like, we are the champions. <laughs> yeah, yo, you know, and I and I and I talked to him about that, you know, and I said, uh, you know, and I asked him, you know. How do you, what do you feel needs to happen for you to be able to, you know, possibly compete for, you know, a state championship? You know, like, we just got to get the right dudes in here. Yeah. We got to get, we got to get people in here. It's, it's a team game and the pieces, the puzzle pieces matter. Absolutely. You know, yeah. as good as you are, as great as uh, Junior was, which he's on his way out, right? He's a senior this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Quarles. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, so he's yes, on his way out. Yes. So it's about, Finding a guy to replace him, and then and then and then, like you said, that quarterback relationship with you guys has to be on point. Yeah. Um, and 
It's offensive defensive line play, man. That's what makes the difference between a state champion and not a state champion is the team that can push the other team around is going to win all their games, right. you know. Yep. So, so to uh to take us out, man, do you got any any funny good stories you want to share? Uh I got a kind of cool story to share. What you got? So, my sophomore season, um Carney Mooney game, I got hurt. I think it was the second quarter. It was the first quarter. Okay, first quarter. Yeah. I came back on a comeback. It was a fly, and my quarterback was scrambling, so I came back. And he threw the ball up, and the guy came under me, and my feet got stuck <laughs> under me. So that's how the turtle happened. And, you know, I was out for, well, I think only like two weeks. And I was supposed to be out for like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, because our previous running back had got turf though too. He was out for a month, but this is why you guys are getting a new field then. <laughs> <laughs> but so, because playoffs was around the corner, so I was like, you know what, I'm, I got to get back, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, first game back, playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> first first game back. Um, I think it was yeah, first quarter. Um, I got a slant, caught it. Uh. A kid hit me. I bounced off that. Uh, another kid hit me. His helmet came off, and then I spin off a kid and I ran for the touchdown. <laughs> and I just remember that that play was on the news. That play was everywhere. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So first game back, having that. Because you walk around with it saved on your phone. You see, I was on the news with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You see me break those five tackles off my baby. He hit yeah. me and his helmet came off. Actually, that was uh, Shelton Hall's team. He was on, uh, that was against Kelwood Wood Day. Oh, really? He was on Shelton Hall was a junior on that. On, the, on that team that year, I think he was one of the guys that uh, tried to hit him. You guys talk about that? Remember <laughs> <laughs> really. one time I ran you over? <laughs> no, but that boy is a that boy is a beast, man. Absolutely, yeah. he is. He is. Yeah. I, I I definitely hope we get to have him in the studio. But one thing I would say is wrap up because <laughs> he hits hard. He does. But sometimes hitting somebody really hard can be your worst enemy if you don't wrap them up. Yes. Because if they're stout like this boy, he's just going to bounce off yeah. and then keep running exactly. in the other direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a firm believer, man. Uh, wrap up, man. Just uh, just make that tackle because mm-hmm. they bounce off you and they gone. You're gonna be like. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> I uh, I got a funny story about your dad, real quick, if you want to hear it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you about how resourceful this dude is. I once I once watched him eat an entire pudding cup with no utensils <laughs> and, and no fingers either. <laughs> This man, this man peeled the top off that pudding cup, and I was like, "Richie, what are you gonna eat that with?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> he takes the, but this is this is how you know he was hungry, right? Like because he would not be denied. He took the 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 top of the pudding cup, which is super flimsy and flexible, right? And he like. He crunkled that that thing up until it became that like spoon. a spoon, <laughs> and he just sat there and one just one little one off. one little one little spoonful at a time, dude. The I random him, stuff you do. I watched him. <laughs> I watched him devour this entire pudding cup just doing this, and then and then he's like he's like getting the inner walls with that thing, you know, just pulling it out and slurping the pudding right off the thing. Like that's one of the. Fun funniest memories I have of you, man, is like 
uh, how are you going to eat that pudding cup? Uh, I'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) And I do. To this day, man, I try to figure it out. I I don't know how I do it, but um, uh, I think, I guess it's growing up with a a sister and a brother, you know, making sure they didn't take your food. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to save that pudding cup for later. I'm going to eat it right now. (laughs) If I go get a spoon, I come back. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. So, that um, and the uh, the other thing we used to do all the time was the uh, Steven Seagal line from oh, Justice. Yeah. I said it to you when we got on the phone the other day. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? Yeah. So just a quick backstory, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, Alfred Justice, one of the greatest movies of all time. Yes, Steven Seagal. <laughs> He uh he's looking for this bad guy named Richie. <laughs> and, uh, uh he goes into this bar looking for him and the the bad guy was like uh William Forsythe and yeah. he says uh anybody seen Richie? <laughs> and he's like walking around this bar like you seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? I'm gonna keep coming back <laughs> until somebody tells me where Richie is. <laughs> and he whooped the hell out of every dude in that bar. Yes. I think he knocked one Dude's teeth out with the cue ball. Yeah. So in in typical Steven Seagal fashion, he starts you know uh, whooping everybody's ass with whatever's around. Guys are coming at him with uh, pool cues and stuff. So he just puts a pool ball in a rag and starts beating the shit out of everybody with the pool ball. And he just says, "I'm gonna keep coming back yeah. until somebody sees Richie." Richie. Yeah. So that's what we said every time we were looking for Richie. Is anybody seeing Richie? It was fun times, man. It was. We had great times. It was, those, man. So, listen, we loved having you guys on the show. Um, We'd love to have you back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, maybe around the springtime when you get spring ball, but definitely in your senior season. Um, We're we're working out, you know, how we can uh, become mobilized with this show. And, you know, maybe we can do like a live broadcast from, uh, you know, the All-Star Game or, you know, your senior bowl or, you know, whatever it is. Um, but, state. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you make states, we will be there for sure. <laughs> you we guys got to, guys got to come to some games this year, man. Yeah. 100%. For sure. Yeah. Check them out. 100%. You know? Um, we'd love to be there. So, uh, you know, if you guys don't have anything else, we'll go ahead and get out of here for, uh, the Richies. I'm Coach Casey, <laughs> along with Damo. Inside the locker room. Peace out.